Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in. Las Vegas edition of the Big 3 podcast. We are live here together from... Do we want to give you a hotel name, Mike, or do we want to let no, that that's imagination? Not, that, that's confidential. He's, he's under an alias. The Four anyway. Seasons in Las Vegas. Um, here with Mike and Rich for our second annual uh, Las Vegas Summit. Um, gentlemen, we saw the Celtics in action in Summer League last night. We'll get to that later, but the top item on the docket, I feel like, today is the Marcus Smart saga which might be the most predictable thing uh, of the offseason, in my mind. Uh, the Celtics are letting him test the market. He is not happy with what's on the market, and he is venting to the media. What is this something you guys are worried about at all? Or is it well, so just... what's, what's he saying specifically to the media? Like, what, like how is he expressing his, his frustration? And, he, and, and he's, he's upset at the Celtics, apparently, right? Right. He's saying, you know, he's hurt. You know, the Celtics haven't reached out to him since free agency started, and he's hurt by this. Well, him, him being hurt and having, like, a reason to be hurt, I mean, a reason to be hurt, but being to be justified, it's a business, right? Like, this is the Celtics played played the game, Marcus did the same. We know he could have signed what? And before opening night last year in Cleveland, right? Yes. Members of the Celtics front office traveled to Cleveland because they, don't need, they needed to be there because they thought they were signing an extension with Marcus Smart. Correct. And then the last second, it didn't happen, and we assumed that it was on Marcus's side. Correct. He decided I've, not to I've sign. I've heard it is not yet. That is and, on his end. And that's the risk. I mean, he'd be mad at, be mad at his agent, right? He, he should be. I mean, it's a very, no pun intended, restricted market right now. I thought you were going to say smart. <laughs> For restricted free agents, there's just no money to go around. We saw yesterday Kyle Anderson was given an offer sheet, strange offer sheet, full mid-level exception by the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, what is going on there? That was a little weird. I like Kyle Anderson's game, but that was strange. We saw Zach Levine get, uh, you know, uh, upwards of like $79 million <laughs> over four years. The Bulls are matching that. Um, there aren't a lot of teams out there that can offer Marcus uh, anything close to the money that he turned down in October. So if you're the Celtics, I mean, what they're doing and what, you know, the Houston Rockets are doing with Clint Capella is a decent parallel, although... Capella is a better player where, I mean, you, you're waiting it out. You don't have to overpay for your own guy. Uh, there's no offers to be made. Uh, you know, I think the Celtics would jump for joy if a team offered him the mid-level and he signed that offer sheet, um, which I don't think he would do. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking this is heading towards the qualifying offer or something lower than 4 for 40 or around there. So, yeah, so where... And so many guys now, I mean, are taking the qualifying offer. I feel like it's going more and more of a trend the last couple of years when there's, you know, been less cap space available out there. But now, if I'm smart, half the world, I feel like, is going into free agency next year, too. So even if you sign a qualifying offer and you go back out there, I don't think you're guaranteed, like, 
a much bigger payday. So I wonder again, how much do the Celtics have to push here? Like, what's what's the sweet spot right now where the Celtics could like convince him to sign for a multi-year deal, or do you feel like he's too you know dug in and that's not going to happen? I don't buy that just because there are more players and more talented players on the market next year that Marcus will get squeezed because teams have money. There's a lot of contracts coming off the books, and Marcus is positioned to have a significant role on a team that's going to go to the finals. So if we know anything about NBA history, it's that teams value players in winning situations. If he plays well this year on the qualifying offer, I could 100% see a team that had bigger as aspirations. That's not a great <laughs> word. It's early in the morning in Vegas. Um, a team that you know thinks that they can get a star, strike out, not get a star, look at Marcus Smart, and pay him a lot of money. I could totally see that happening. It worries me a little bit. It's just one part of like going into that situation because when you have enough guys playing for a contract. And you have as many guys as the Celtics do next year. The playing time is going to be tough. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be tough enough even if they're just playing in the name of, hey, let's win a title together. When these guys are playing for the futures, especially with something like this, where Marcus is obviously going to be coming in with a bit of bad blood, if we're to believe these reports, right? And has he, has he been on record himself? Like, is there, are there no, quotes are of all, him this saying... Is, no, this is all sources close to Smart's camp. Right. No, and he's not on the record yet for any... So that's just another thing to worry. That's another thing for Brad to worry about going into the season. Just makes it a little bit more difficult. Because who else? Who else? Who else do they have? That's going to be Rozier, Rozier, and Marcus Morris, Kyrie, Kyrie, Al Horford, Al Horford. No, because he's got oh, the player option one more year. Yeah, I guess he's got he, two years left. He could be playing for a raise on the thirty million that he's going to yeah. be, <laughs> be getting. But wait, Al, I thought Al Horford was a, 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 a he can't he's a three plus one, so he can. He can opt out, but it's gonna I mean he's not gonna opt out unless he gets an extension because he's due to make thirty something million in that last year and he's not gonna get that in the open market. Oh <laughs> I disagree, big time. I could one hundred percent see a team giving him a four year max. The New York Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets. No. You think a bad yeah. team you think a bad team oh, would do it? One hundred percent could see no, that. No, I think he's gonna be thirty three. It would have to be a he's, good team. His game is aging wonderfully. He is I I am one hundred. I uh, I would if I was a GM, That's, I would not be like, oh, this guy. Like I love Al Horford. I think he's gonna get. I could totally see him opting out. Yeah, I could see him opting out to like lock in what I think, and this is what the Celtics should hope happens is you know he opts out and he wants long term. He wants to stay, and he'll give you a break for the the years. Like the KG, like the KG situation yeah. exactly, and. But yeah, obviously it'll be that get, gets complicated if other teams are going to throw max number money at him. I don't think that's. I think a team like is he not playing better basketball every year? Yeah, I mean he's he's he does his best work in the playoffs, which obviously is important. Was that the case before? Before this, he came here. Before he came here, I don't. I just don't. Completely I just don't know. Changed in the Celtics. Yeah, game. exactly. Well, I mean, to, the Brad. Yeah, I mean the Brad Stevens effect to a, to a certain extent too. Right. I think. Who knows? Um, but so even without yeah, Al, your whole your whole your whole backcourt yeah, is playing for a contract, right? And it's super crowded, and Marcus is apparently upset. Who knows what's going on with Kyrie? I don't really believe any of the the shit. Like, what can you do? I mean, every single day of your life, someone asks you a question about a long term situation that you have no control of. I mean, he will eventually, but like at this point, he's like, I want to. Either he wants to stay in Boston and win a title, 
right? And if he doesn't say that, everyone's... I have friends who just freak out. He wants to leave. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like this is just stuff coming from... I feel like it goes back for years of, like, the when Carmelo was, like, linked to Boston. It comes out in New York media. And they just... I feel like all the different stuff in the last few weeks that have popped out with, like... It's just all them trying to feed the... I don't know if you want to call it clickbait or just like oh, okay. there's nothing else going on a, in the offseason there. It's a little more real than that. I mean, it might be a little more, but I feel like that, again, that's the source of it all. Like, obviously, like, yeah, the, the big report, okay, he wants to play with Jimmy Butler. Like, I believe that. And Jimmy wants to play with him. I mean, you, that like, you spent a lot of time <laughs> with Jimmy Butler last summer, and he's, you said he's a pretty big fan of Kyrie, obviously. He's a fan, for sure. Um, but that, I mean, you know. Did you tell that story? Can you not tell it? you want to keep that? I mean... Just the way that interaction happened? Or do you want to hold off? Yeah, probably won't. Okay. That's not fair. They'll be on the director's cut. Little installations, yeah. yeah. Um, No, I mean, I could totally see them playing together. um, But I could also see, you know, if the Celtics go to the finals, I don't... Really hard for me to see Kyrie leave just to play with Jimmy Butler. Uh, It's a great situation (laughs) in Boston. Um, He's playing for Brad Stevens, a great culture. To give that up for the unknown of a guy who will be 30 years old. I love Jimmy Butler, but he's a guy who will be 30 years old. Uh, A majority of his career, if not all, not all, but a majority of his career was played for Tom Thibodeau. Like, the minutes, like, look what happened to Lou Aldang. I mean... The, the guy, uh, the miles that he's accumulated on his legs, like, I, I I don't think that that would necessarily be the most intelligent move on Kyrie's part. Um, I do think that, like, you know, he could have squashed it when he was first asked about it and said, yeah, I want to be in Boston for a long haul. And when you don't say that, then that opens the door for all the speculation. Right. But that's his style. I feel like that's what he, like... That's but, but he also wanted out from Cleveland, and you know he's a very unpredictable person. But for me, it's also like you think about Isaiah Thomas, right? Who did every single thing and more that anyone could have asked for. Like he would have. I mean, he said the the, the bricks truck thing or whatever. That's that's what he. But anyways, he was clear that he wanted to stay with the Celtics. Yeah. Anytime he was asked, yeah, I want to be a Celtic great, but at the end of the day, he got traded anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like so, I don't. I, I understand why these guys don't want to play the game, and and like you know. Yeah. I wouldn't want to lock in to say anything. I, I, you know, I can't make a plan a week from today. Like I'm afraid of that, a commitment, like a dinner plan. <laughs> so like right. I imagine like being like, yeah, I want to spend the rest. It's like, and on the magnitude and the level that you know his statements are received, like that would you know he'd be called a liar for the rest of his life. Like why would you want to do that? Why would you even care? I guess yeah. at some point, like when every single thing you say. Is distorted one way by, by one person, and you say the other thing. It's just I don't know. I, I I would check out like he is personally, but yeah, it's like when I asked you if you want to hang out tomorrow, and you're like, let's let's take it one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like all right. I, really, I really don't know. Well, 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 well. <laughs> is speaking of Jimmy Butler, is the the windows closed on the Timberwolves already? Not looking good. <laughs> I mean, I guess time to break up the Timberwolves. Did the window ever open? <laughs> well, I mean, for for half the season, it seemed it seemed like maybe they were building something with Jimmy and Towns and. Wiggins is the uh, well, that, that yeah. con- I mean that contract is gonna you give him a contract, the franchise. It's really gross. Um, He's not a Tibbs guy either. No. Yeah, that's a really interesting one, and you know I would look to make a trade sooner than later if I were Tibbs. Uh, be it Wiggins, who you're not gonna get market value for, or I is think he a be- negative asset now. Do you feel like? 
Um, could be. I don't know any team. I don't right, know what team would want him. Right. I want to give him one more summer. I think. Yeah, I think the uh, Timberwolves should have given. <laughs> yeah, this year exactly. They him yeah, five good point. But personally, having no uh, money invested in Andrew Wiggins. I would like to give him one more summer to see what he looks like next year before. Because, I mean, the, the still there. You can see him do things sometime, sometimes. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, there's only a handful of guys in the league that can even think about doing that. But it's just a matter of consistently. The mindset's a big part of it, too. Like, he's, it's, you know, maybe he's, he needs to be the third best guy on the team. But He is the third best guy. Right. But that's the problem, I guess. I just don't know how good he is. Like, I don't know if he's going to be a a third best guy on a championship team. Like, what is he, if he has 24 that. now? Not even. I mean, not even. I mean, yeah, the youth is... That's so young. Is, But, I mean, so yeah, like, we'll bring this back to the Celtics then. The Celtics, you know, oh, they're not trading for Jimmy Butler, obviously. Like, you're not reuniting him and Irving here. I think so, also uh, there's a clear clash with Jimmy and younger people. And, uh, like, players who just, I mean, I'm not saying that Jalen Brown, who works out with Jimmy, who has worked out with them the past two summers, uh, including this one, um, I'm not saying there's any rift there, but Jimmy Butler has historically clashed with younger players who maybe don't have the same work habits and intensity that he does. And Could be anyone. I think he clashed with Derek Rose, too, a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know how... how I don't know anything about that, but I do believe the reports about him clashing with Towns and the younger guys in Minnesota, for sure. And there was definitely a rift between him and the young guys in Chicago his last season there, um, when Rondo had to write that Instagram post that was legendary. Talk about things getting slick, you know, on the, today's news feed, you know, everything happened so fast. Like, that was a great moment. It was awesome, yeah. And by the next day, like, it never happened. Like, Rondo yeah. started the next game or something, right. I think. thought that was, like, the end of his career. Meanwhile, should we talk about that a little bit? Because that that all happened after our last podcast. Um, We're like, oh, let's see if anything crazy happens. Like an hour later, (laughs) Boogie signed with the Warriors. Rondo went to the Lakers. Well, I guess like, can we let's start with the Boogie thing because there was the report that uh, the second team that was interested that he his runner up choice was the Celtics, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, from what I understood or from what I've heard is that. Cousins reached out to teams like the Warriors, obviously, and then word got out to the Celtics as well, like, hey, you know, I might be willing to sign for what you can offer me, which is obviously mid-level. And then the Celtics, according to various sports now, say they, they never made an offer, which I agree is true, but I feel like it's also kind of protecting them to be like, you know, they had Baines signed there. They have, obviously, Baines fully covered in the front court. So that's probably to be like, protect their guys a little bit there in the sense not to piss them off. But obviously, yeah, like Cousins at the mid-level for even if he's only there for half the year, what do you guys think about how that might have looked like if, you know, could have came to be? Um, but real, real quick, I had heard too that, that basically the, the uh, Boogie's people reached out to Boston and were like, Hypothetically speaking, like, is this something right. that would work for you? Exactly. And then they just never heard back. Right. And next, next thing they knew That's was, because of the Warriors said yes, and that was it. Yeah, like, that's... Um, but Boogie on the Celtics, I mean, God, it's it's, it's such a big leap. But uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, once, like, the, the amazingness wears off, just thinking the Boogie Cousins coming to the Celtics, I don't know how excited 
I would be, I don't know how well he would fit. Like who, who would you, who would lose minutes? And for this version of Boogie Cousins, I'm talking about, right. I'm saying the guy who's coming back from the injury that no one's ever come back well from, uh, certainly not as fast as, you know, the first moment you're back on the court. So I don't know, especially with one year and he's a guy that obviously has a history of doing certain things to locker rooms and. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool, but I'm not really upset that he landed with the Warriors. Uh, I, well, whether or not you're upset that he landed with the Warriors is a different conversation than... I didn't have I a panic attack like everyone on Twitter saying yeah. that he ruined no. the NBA. Like, that, that, like, I think the Achilles is like, it's such a, we don't know what he's going to be. Uh, it's only one year. He's not going to take the court probably before Christmas, so... How much help can he provide you in a playoff series? Um, you the reset button on everything that you've that you've worked on, the whole brand of your entire team up to that point. Damn. Or the signing could reinforce the power of the brand if it works out. Right. So, at which you know, I uh, I don't know. I personally haven't really heard too many positive things about people who interact with Demarcus Cousins on a daily basis and uh, on the court. I. I don't know. I think that that would be pretty uncomfortable. Um, I like, you know, I don't. I wouldn't want him taking shots, honestly, from the like the guys on the team that are better at like offensive shots. rebounds. When you get the offensive rebound, you can shoot. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think that that's. I think that that's. You know, he'll be on second units in Golden State, and when he plays with the starters, that's literally going to be his role and how he responds to that is going to be really interesting and there's really no risk at all um on golden state's end they can be like if it doesn't work out they can cut ties with them in any second uh they don't need him to win the title so (laughs) it's kind of remarkable that situation uh i don't want to overstate this but he's a pretty good passer right i mean he's a He's okay for his position. He, I, I think he's a, turnovers, but he's right, a little he reckless. Yeah, so he's, he's made some stupid passes, but he, he sees the floor well. I think he can like... He's smart. So yeah, so it, and if it's, the game slows down a little bit for him because he can't use his muscle as much, he can't use his body as, as well as he used to, like in, in that system with those players, like that's the like, like the best case scenario. I'm picturing like Arvidas Sabonis or something, you know, just like a dude in the middle who just got the, the, the ball up high and just waiting for people to cut enough screens and making passes. But, uh, you know... Yeah, that's why it's why you take the chance, but who knows? Yeah, it is. It is fascinating that like, I feel like you guys make good points about, you know, if you were if the Celtics were the like the the if the Warriors said no, and then because the Celtics were the second option there, number one, I think that's a very telling about what the Celtics standing is in the league right now, and obviously good news for them just down the line of like, you know, people willing to come play in Boston for cheap, which is going to be a constant theme. I'm sure the front office hopes for the next few years because they're going to need it once, you know, the the max deals start to get handed out. And then number two, just bring, you know, blowing up the system, like you said, Mike, to like for a guy in the sense that who's not going to be here beyond this season and whether that would have, whether that would backfire, whether it would be, where if it is, he going to be good enough for that to matter and all the other, you know, he might be willing to accept not being on the, Crunch time on the Warriors, but is it going to? Would he be willing to accept that in Boston? Like once he gets healthy, so like all that stuff. Like again, it's worth the risk because you can obviously just cut ties with him. But like it may not have been a slam dunk 
here either. It's a little bit of a different dynamic because the Warriors have won three of the last four titles. The Celtics right, have right. not won a title with these players. So if you're Boogie, you're like, I understand why I'm not sitting, I'm not playing in the last five minutes of this close playoff game. But in Boston, if like you have these youngsters on the court instead of him, I don't know how he would respond, and it could get ugly. Right, like Daniel Tice is playing over him. <laughs> right, which is a complete possibility. Yeah, based on how Brad Stevens operates, like he's, you know, he doesn't discriminate in terms of who he goes with. But I agree, it's a great, it's a great sign. I mean, that 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 this was the other play, and it's too bad. I was talking, we were texting about this the other day, Mike. Just with second time now, the Celtics have been. In second place, the Golden State, you know, which yeah. is like one of the best teams ever. Like KD, and you you can go back to Draymond kicking guy in the nuts if he doesn't get suspended. KD's KD's not going to go to the Warriors after two straight titles. I don't think so. Maybe he still would have. I personally don't think he would have jumped on the the, the, the reason. Knows that man. Yeah, I guess maybe he still would have. But like, it's easier to see a situation than that he, where he goes. To, I don't think to Draymond is on the phone in the parking lot. Uh, right after they win the second title in a row, being like, hey, KD, come there, through. Exactly, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, that is a great what if. I don't think that the stakes are <laughs> here with DeMarcus Cousins. I know, it's the trickle-down effect. Like yeah. we, this is, Boston could have been Golden State. I also could have seen him going to, like, if the Celtics were like, no, and the Warriors were like, no, then... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, like, three. what's, is it the Rockets? But the Rockets are like... But you got Capella there, like, you what got are you Capella. Do? The Rockets would use him to leverage Capella. You'd be a, well, yeah. And then he'd be at show, lucky. piss off right. Capella. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that would be really interesting. I thought Washington made sense, but I've heard that they're just like, no, no matter what, with DeMarcus Cousins. It's kind of just like... They're, and they're and like, Wall? yes to Dwight Howard? Aren't him and Wall friends? Boogie and John Wall? I, I thought they were. I've heard that, that yeah. Play Has there been a uh, press conference, Golden State Boogie? He was at Summer League. On, he signed his contract yesterday, and he sat courtside of Steve Kerr for the late game. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he talk to reporters? He talked to reporters, yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't see that. So that was uh, that was the official That's unveiling, fine. I guess. And like, I'm rooting, I, I like rooting for him. Like I, I want him to figure everything out and be happy, and that, but it's too bad it has to happen. I have to also root for the Warriors to win another, uh, another yeah, title. I mean, the Rich keep getting richer. They just signed. They're going to sign Jonas Jarebko. Oh, yeah. Reportedly today. Uh, Jesus. If they win another title, or maybe it's already the case, but is Draymond a Hall of Famer? I think he's already a Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah. Clay? Yes. Yeah, I think that whole... Those four are those four. in the Hall of Fame. Iguodala is not in the Hall of Fame. Iguodala might be in the but Hall of Fame. But he's like, he can that, make that's a, that's a really good... That's, that's like, a good I feel debate. like that's going to be... You know, a couple more. I think he might be in the Hall of Fame. No, it's going to be work. It's going to be good for him. Is that he's going to come up the same time as Vince, and there's one other guy who I hold in the same thing who didn't win anything, but has you know great numbers, and he's going to be like just the the, the polar opposite, the guy who yeah. sacrificed a lot to get the. Uh, who's, who's the other guy besides Vince? They didn't win a title. Or maybe I was thinking McGrady. I think McGrady sort of yeah, already that's probably opened McGrady the door was for inducted, that. Right? Yeah, he was in. Yeah, he was yeah. in there last year, but he's going to be a nice. Not been inducted. Which I, is very interesting because it's really hard to look at the numbers uh, and say that Andre Iguodala had a better career than Chris Webber, but I mean... Especially when it's a basketball, right? It's not just the NBA, it's everything. Fab Five, talk about influence on the game, isn't that like the major thing? Like, Yeah, but he he's just like so integral on more, the best team like ever. 
So how do you keep that out? But was also a, the star in an all-star on another team and, and made that transition. And have you heard a fucking thing? Like, like Crazy career, yeah. And there, there hasn't been, he just did it. And but he, and he won, he won the finals MVP? He did, yeah. right? Yep. So like, I mean, that, that really, that might put him over the top in that conversation. If you're the finals MVP and you're also, he was on Team USA, at least one? At least one. Probably more. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Well, this so, is yeah. depressing. We reached the Andre Iguodala yeah, so, Hall of Famer. I mean, so the, the Warriors have six Hall of Famers, potentially. <laughs> it's depending on what happens with Cousins, uh, Achilles. Drevko. And Drevko, <laughs> six and a half. Um, so yeah, going back to where the Celtics are at right now, what the, the rest of the offseason holds for them. I mean, they have a couple options, I feel like. One, I mean, let's go back to, let's put a bow on Smart. First, how hard are you willing to push to go over this point in terms of the locker room dynamics? You don't have the whole world on one-year deals. How hard do you, like, how much do you give in there to appease Smart to get him to sign at least a two-year deal? Like, do you give him I mean, 10 mil, 11 mil a year? Like, how much? So, what, what did, uh... So, Exum got 333. Three for thir- he's gonna get less than Exum, which is nuts. Yeah, which is nuts. Which, I don't know what Utah's doing, giving him that kind of money. I don't think the Celtics were jumping for joy when they saw yeah, that. Yeah, that, 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 that's, like, the best news Smart's agent probably got all week beyond the Zach Levine getting $80 million. But it is, but, like, at the same time, I don't know if that's gonna make the Celtics... Because no, he has, no, he has no other options, right? right? That's what you're saying. Change. Exactly. Who, like, who are the other teams that maybe... I mean, the only teams now... Well, Sacramento room. will get their cap space right. back oh, in exactly. two days. Right. Sacramento, Atlanta, and Chicago. Those are the three teams of cap space. Chicago's got a lot less now. I hope Marcus doesn't matching. end up in any of those places. Yeah, he's Just sorry. for his sake. I, uh, yeah, I can't see. I mean, Van Fleet getting two, what is it, two for 18? Yeah, so that, that sucks. We're probably like, all right. <laughs> That's so, I know, no disrespect to Fred Van Fleet, but that is a little disrespectful if you were to offer that deal to Marcus Smart, I feel like. Um, the roles are very similar. Yeah, though. I was say, I thought that I, I agree. I, I agree with you, but the roles are, are also very similar. He's just got team. more of. He's accomplished so much more in the league, and he's shown that he can do it in the playoffs, which really matters. And I mean, let's be also looking at Smart last season. Like, obviously, came back, had a huge impact in that Philly series and the Milwaukee series. Overall, though, not a good year. Not good numbers, all the off-court stuff that we forget about now. But like, yeah, you're out for a month because you like. Man, he just wants to win. Be rough. I know. Yeah. I know he just wants to win, but like, he did not. You know, he bet on himself, and he did not like. Yeah. People just remember the playoffs. Like, it was not a good year for him. Yeah, and he's going through a shitload of stuff off the court too. I mean, yeah. the, and you know, everyone's going through other stuff. Mark is going through something significant, but right. yeah, I think it's just a. It was not. <laughs> it was it's the easiest not, year. Like, yeah. But I said I love. I hope he stays. Right. This is the. I think this is the place you you said before. Teams value players in good situations. That's where the best showcase for his talent. If he wants to go some on some shitty, t- I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he wants to do. But the idea of him going on some shitty team and averaging sixteen points a game and six assists, like, I don't know. Just like I mean, all those teams like Atlanta, they drafted their, what they hope is their backcourt of the future. If I was Atlanta, I would be. I mean, I just love Marcus, but if I was Atlanta, I would be pretty interested in trying to get this guy in on a four-year deal that, like, I would be squeezing the Celtics. I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
the contract that I could probably get Marcus for is lower than it would be in a typical offseason. I think this is a really strange one in a lot of ways because of what happened in 2016. And... Like, I just love Marcus. I think he's going to continue to get better. Uh, and, I mean, he's not old. He's not a finished product. If you're trying to rebuild and, and construct a culture, he's a really interesting piece to have down in Atlanta. Um, so that's a place that I could see. I don't. They're not going to do it because they clearly value uh, picks and... Uh, Hoarding as many picks as possible by taking on, they want to clear, keep their cap space clear so that they can take on a bad contract or two and, and try to get uh, an asset with it. Um, but that that's an interesting one. And I thought that, the, I honestly thought that the Kings, the Kings scared me because they're just really dumb. And <laughs> I thought that they would throw an absurd number at Marcus and they threw the absurd number at Zach Levine sure. instead. And so I feel like Jabari's next. They might be going down the line, honestly. They're so dumb. And, like, Marcus, you know, if they're going to give that money to Levine, like, what is... Ronnie Hood? But Zach Levine can can average 25 points. Right. I think that's the difference. Right. Smart Shields shooting 34%. They are, but they're the inverted... Like yeah. players, <laughs> like if they were the one person, it would be the best basketball player. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, like Levine's the worst defender at his position, who plays big minutes. Marcus might be the best defender at his position, who plays those many minutes. Um, so it, that's just a really um, interesting thing. I don't know what they value there because they're again the dumbest team <laughs> in the league. Can can for big question? The biggest question with Marcus for me is can playing the way he does. Like, can you? have a career where you play 82 games or even another five seasons. I feel, And we love it. It's everything that we love about recklessly. him. I mean, right. I mean, the, the, was it was his first game back where he made the great diving play and screwed up his thumb and he managed to hit his thumb at least three times every single game in the, game in the playoffs and was playing through significant pain. You could see, and, and if Marcus Smart is showing you the pain, like, you know that's, that's pain. So, like, it, like, I don't know. You don't, it's hard to tell a guy to change, but... If you're investing a lot of money in him, how, how, how often is he going to be around? The best ability is the only right. answer is forever, Mitch. Let's be honest. Yeah, maybe and maybe he is the guy that lives forever. <laughs> but in the, in the event that he's not, like I don't know, it's, he plays. It, it, you love it, but it's not human. He, he should be wearing pads the way he plays. Yeah, I mean, that's, can he do that? Is it legal to wear pads? Terrible. I will. I, I think you can wear. You put padding. You go a ton of yeah. You go my side pads, like hip pad, like yeah. Make, like that was slam ball was. They were like full pads. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if there's any other team out there for the rest of the summer that like would a team offer the does a team that with the full bed level are they interested in off like the. I think the Knicks have their full mid level. Would they do it? But they sure. want to have their cap space clear. Like you said, yeah, the Celtics would probably be right because everyone. There's only been like two or three guards that have been signed to like multi-year deals this offseason. Like even Avery Bradley, only one year is guaranteed. You know, Levine got a lot of money. Will Barton got a lot of money over four years. But yeah, everyone else is all bit. one year. Yeah, an excellent. Those are probably the three right now. Everyone else was on one-year deals or two years that have like an option. So everyone's clearly hoarding their cap space. The teams, the Celtics will probably be jumping for joys if he does sign the mid-level, like you said, Mike, mm-hmm. somewhere else, because then they can easily just match and they'll take that deal any day of the week. Right. But I guess from the Celtics' perspective, 
team building wise now, Smart signs a qualifying offer. He gets the no trade clause. Aaron Baines always already has a no trade clause because his contract is a one year deal with the player option. Do you want to sign? How much do you factor in the 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 need to have movable salary when you're not that it's like the the, the main thing you're worried about, but like if you're still trying to keep all your ducks in a row for whatever the next big splash is, do you need to be like, all right, we need, we need, we need to be able to move smart here. So let's or, or pay him for two years. Or maybe the reason they're stalling is because the big splash is going to come before they sign. Ooh, I mean, rich. That, that just came to my head while you, while you were saying that. I, I listen, they've, we know that they've been engaging about Kawhi. Sure. There've been a lot of phone calls since they've been out here. I'm sure. I don't know. There's got. I don't know. Why? Why else? What are they waiting for? Yeah, I mean that's. I guess you can. And Smart could conceivably be part of that trade package for salary matching. With again, you have to get him to agree to the deal that he's willing to sign. But like, you know, that's just really complicated. It is. I mean, the math is. T- I won't bore people with the math on it, but there is. It's something where his contract would only be worth half of what it is, so face line for $12 million, he'd only over $6 million for salary matching purposes, essentially. It has to be a three-year deal. It has, yeah, it has to be that Spurs or whichever team would take right. him on would have to want him on a three-year deal. Like, exactly. So there's a lot yeah, There's a lot of moving parts and there. And he would have to agree. Right. Which would not be necessarily easy if he's, if you'd be like, all right, Marcus, sign this. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're dumping you. Um, um, to, to emphasize, I, I, would, I still would not be shocked if Kawhi ends up really. What, what, what percentage odds would you put? I don't know if I have that, but it's not zero. And it's like, like I, I, I said, I wouldn't be shocked. That's the way I'm going to say it. What are you putting? I know we talked about this before. It seems like the Spurs are getting lowballed a ton. Yeah, and I think, and I think the picks, the picks, the Boston so picks maybe, are going to put them over the top. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about? Uh, that someone pointed out, I forget where, that, you know, it's really interesting that the doctor who had who was looking at uh, Kawhi throughout the season and had all of his medical records works for the Sixers and so he works for the Sixers and the Devils so it's really weird to me that that, that doctor knows more about his, Kawhi's medicals than the Spurs it's entirely believable though right but the Sixers are not willing to put Markel Fultz into a deal for Kawhi. So what do they know about Kawhi's medical that they're not willing to put that dude to get Kawhi? Like, I think it's more, it might be more than we're risking this guy being an unrestricted free agent. I think it's, he might, there might be a problem. That's, it's, that's right. like a very big, you know, I'm jumping off the deep end a little bit, but... I thought when you wouldn't put Mark Helfold, I'm, I'm, maybe he's going to be really good. Um, I haven't seen any videos of him shooting jumpers, and all of his videos are these like windmill dunks with right. an empty gym. Like, what are we even doing here? He's, he's, in, he's, he's at in. Summer League. Saw him yesterday. He's at Summer League walking around in Gucci flip-flops. It's like, why, why aren't you playing basketball? Meanwhile, last summer, the Celtics tell Jalen Brown, you're not playing this summer. He barges into Danny Ainge's office and says, Danny, I'm playing. Like that, that's Tatum the says the exact opposite. What's that? Tatum says the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the difference between Jalen Brown and Markel Fultz. Wait, was Tatum considering playing? No, no they I mean, he was asked to. Was yeah, they, so we, uh, yeah but he, he practiced with the team. The team asked him to come practice with the guys in Boston. So he did that. 
and then we were t- we talked to him that day, and we we're like, all right, you know, if it was if it was just your choice, would you play in summer league? And he's like, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> which totally, I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, Jalen Brown. I mean, he played freaking a hundred games LeBron last year. Right, and Jalen Brown played 50 minutes a game in his rookie year, so I get it. Like, and as and as much as we love Jalen, and as awesome as he is, like Tatum is at least 20 percent more skilled than he is. 10 percent. I mean, yeah. there there is a reason Jalen needs to spend a little bit more time in the lab. Not that Tatum has anything less than an insane work ethic, but right. No, it's interesting though. The as this Kawhi situation does drag on with, you know, how much more the Celtics willing to go with their future draft picks and how enticing that is to the Spurs, knowing that the, the price on Kawhi is just going to, you know, the low ball offers, I feel like they're just going to get lower the closer we get mm-hmm. to the start of the season. Because the Lakers, they're in no rush now. They got their plan all set up. They have all that cap space. They're just going to roll over. And then, it's going to be so weird this year. Yeah, I mean, that whole situation is going to be crazy. And then what? The Clippers, they use their draft picks. So they have literally nothing left in the cupboard unless the Spurs like the guys that they drafted. And then, yeah, like who else? The Sixers, obviously, which you mentioned, like they're not going to include Fultz. And like the Celtics can easily beat that offer without even including Jalen Brown, I feel like. Well, apparently, what's the deal with that report? The Celtics aren't willing to include Rozier either. I mean, that's, that, that, that backs up your theory, too, I think. But you can't even make a deal, I feel like. That the medicals must not must not feel right. I mean, it has to, Rosier or Smart will have to be the deal to make the money work. So if, if that's the case, then you got to hope you're getting Smart in the sign trade because you need that money to make it work. Who do you think Pop would rather have? Just pick them one. Like to, just pretend that their contracts don't matter for a second. Who? Uh, Rosier or Smart. Rosier. Ooh, that's Rogier. Yeah, he, he's the one who shoot. They, they need shooters. DeJounte Murray and Rogier would be nasty together. Oh, yeah. Smart oh, but Murray and Smart would be kind of... <laughs> I mean, that's a bad well, offensive team. But yeah. um, uh, but it, the weirdest free agent deal of uh, the summer, I think, is Tony Parker. going. What, yeah. what was that? There are like five things that don't make sense. I landed... Yeah, I landed in Vegas, and that was like popping up on my phone. And I was like, what is even happening? <laughs> that's so strange. Are you in Batum close? Yeah, there yeah, was. French Batum teammates. broke the story, I think. Yeah, did it? Yeah. Um, I mean, they have the head coach from the Spurs, uh, who's now the head coach in Charlotte, so there was a little bit of comfort there, and Batum, and I mean... Michael Jordan, is that a they thing? Need a, I, they need a backup. They needed a backup for Kemba, like, forever. Um, I lost Michael Carter-Williams. <laughs> Yeah, now he's on the Rockets, and is he, is he going to turn to a viable option in Houston, or is he going to? Wow, we're really bouncing around the league. I like yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once the Rockets came out, now you're really excited. Um, I think we should talk about uh, Anthony Davis for a minute, just because I like that you're, you're I like that you're leading the charge on Anthony coming back. Yeah, the uh, uh, guy uh, will uh, covers the uh, Pelicans. Um, beat writer, came up to me yesterday and was like, saw your tweet about Anthony Davis, and uh, I was just like, oh my god, it's all over from here. Like, he was just like... like well, it didn't take much to put him over the edge. <laughs> so, but, they're, but they're, they are scared that, that, that that's going to happen? 
I would, I mean, I, I just am looking, reading tea leaves, and I just think that, uh, I thought that the ship had sailed uh, after the playoffs, and then I'm looking at this offseason and the moves that they made. I don't think that they've closed the gap. I think that the West is better, obviously, because LeBron's in it now. Um, and they're worse, too. I mean, it's not even closing the gap. It's the, the gap is farther. I think they've, they've played well without Boogie. I don't think Anthony Davis uh, necessarily wanted Boogie back. Um, I mean, that ha- I mean, you get Randall. You have to, that has to be the case, right? Like, Yeah. Um, you get Randall. Oh, yeah. Forgot who, about you. Who's, who's uh, an interesting fit, and we'll see. I think, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people out here, and people are kind of mixed on that one. You get smart people who are like, I love it. Smart people are like, I hate it. So, like, could Randall play, like, the Rondo role? Well, and then, like, bringing Rondo up, I mean, Rondo uh, was supposedly, like, not happy about Alfred Payton getting signed, and he was just, like, out the second yeah. that happened. And he was a big deal uh, and a big part of their success last season and pretty complimentary to Anthony Davis. Like, he set him up with some just, I mean, he set the table for Anthony last year, uh, particularly in that first-round series against the, the Portland Trailblazers, which they swept. So, I mean, it wouldn't be impossible, in my eyes, for Portland not, I mean, for New Orleans not to even make the playoffs. Sure. Um, so, I mean, Anthony Davis is a top five, top three player. Yeah. Um, gets better every year in ways that are just, he's, he's just incredible. It's like KG in Minnesota all of a sudden. Yes, and, yeah, I, I, when I wrote that piece, like, I feel like if he were to be Kevin Garnett, that would be disappointing, and it's amazing to say that because <laughs> Kevin Garnett is like a top twenty-five player of all time. But I feel like the ceiling for AD, especially in this era where you know he deserves to play with another All Star, like real All Star, um, his ceiling is just I think it's it's higher than Kevin Garnett's. Was. So what do you do if you're a Celtics right now? Do you wait for next summer? You keep your Treasure so, chest full. So they're not allowed to trade for him this year, right? Right. I mean, yeah, they're not. This is not going to be on the table until next summer. It's a matter of just like how much does that influence what you're willing to do with Kawhi? Like, are you willing if you say the Spurs would take him for the Kings pick, Morris, Rozier, and you know whatever salary filler? Do you say okay, let's do it, knowing that? you're not going to have the assets you need to get Davis now? Or do you be like, hmm, we'll give you the the Clippers pick or some other like ridiculous lowball that probably strike you out on Leonard knowing that like we want to have everything for in row for Davis. Yeah, season. if Anthony Davis is potentially on the table at some point over the next two years, like you can't eliminate that possibility. No. You can't do it. Um, I guess the Southers could, I mean... Who are the Celtics' biggest contenders or biggest threats trade-wise in a Davis trade? You got the Sixers, obviously. Right. Um, How about LeBron and AD? I think, yeah, no, I but mean... Do they, Lakers have nothing to offer in a trade, right? I mean, I guess Ingram. I mean, the Kawhi pod, and Alonzo. Yeah. No, I mean, I, uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that they're in it, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he can direct where he wants to go if this is next year uh, because he only has 
his next year and then the year after under contract and then his player option. Right. So if he says, I want to play here, no one's going to give up anything of value for him because right. he can become a free agent. So although I think that this is a totally different situation than the one with Kawhi because, you know, Kawhi played nine games. Kawhi alienated himself from the San Antonio Spurs, which is the most reputable organization in professional sports. Um with like Greg Popovich, like right. so, I think that there's a little bit of a, a smear there with him. Does the does the Parker signing mean? Yo, I thought that that was really good news for the Spurs. Like the In fact that they weren't willing to bring back the guy who clearly the bridge is just done. There. That was sick right. of quiet. Maybe that was like a like a little wink wink to quiet. I, I would not. Yeah, that that's like one of my first reactions was I was like, oh, this this like, and now maybe they're, they're this is the first step towards smoothing things over, and then eventually offering the supermax. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Duncan but, really was the uh, the glue there, huh? <laughs> pretty important. That's sad. Uh, um, yeah, like two years, ten million. Like the Spurs, not that Parker's worth that at this point in his career, but like you can easily. And just to bring back fundamentally back. making sure that he's in a Spurs uniform for the rest right. of the Right, I mean, that's a statement, yeah. yeah. 10, 10 million doesn't 10 mean million. shit to Tony Parker at this point either. Yeah. I hope no. might have say that, but yeah. it's just <laughs> relatively. No. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, people who are giving... I, you know, I wrote... I went through, like, basically every conceivable option, and it's like, if you're the Nuggets, you, you're throwing Jokic on the table. If you're, you know, any of these teams with... Of like a certified blue chip player, you're putting him on the table for Anthony Davis, especially with New Orleans. Cause, I mean, New Orleans is an organization like like the Celtics will take three years and rebuild in the name of winning another title. New Orleans just needs to sell tickets. I mean, especially with the, with, with their tourism and stuff, they just need a name that they can put on the on on signs everywhere and get people in their seats. They don't really care so, so much about winning a title. So yeah, but I agree, you gotta you gotta wild them with something like that. Yeah, um, like you need a guaranteed blue chipper. Someone you know will at least be a perennial all-star um, or something close to it. And then you also need a ton of picks that are valuable to, to kickstart the franchise. Um, what about uh, Jimmy Butler for Anthony Davis? Could, no. could Towns and, 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 uh, and Davis play together? Yeah, no. That would be disaster. No, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. The new Twin Towers, no? no? I, I kind of like that. I want a lot more than that. Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, but that's just yeah, precious part like, of it. But that's the, the he's the face. The main piece. Yeah, he's the face. Yeah. No, he's too old. So Very I think the Sixers could put together a really interesting package. Um, oh my god, that would be terrifying. It would be really scary. Uh, speaking of twin towers. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, um, and then I'm kind of blanking right now, just like with other potential suitors. But I think. That the bidding would be yeah, maybe ridiculous. Philly versus Boston. That probably be it too. You don't think that Lonzo and Ingram is enough to push the needle? I guess compared to what other. I mean, it depends because Ingram at that point is going to be need a new contract in a year. So I feel like his value. That's you know, fine, though. That's fine, but like, still, you have the control. But it's like, it's one. But the, I guess you could say the same for Jalen. So it's like that's all going to be. Well, we're giving up Jalen, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. everyone's okay with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tatum. So that's that's where you hope that Jalen and every pick you have, plus whatever other value pieces you have. Who is offering there. better than what you can without exactly. offering Tatum? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why would that? That's that the thing. 
but at the end of the day, I, you know, it would not surprise me. I would not do it personally, and I know that... You, would, you it wouldn't surprise you if Tatum went to the Pelicans? Uh, I think Anthony Davis is just like, he's that good. And it's kind of scary to imagine what he would be surrounded by good players. Yeah. Coached by Brad Stevens. Nothing against Alvin Gentry. But with space in a cis actual system, um, yeah. Know, he, and he is two way, like dominant on both ends. So. And the truth is, Tatum's Tatum's prime is is an unknown. And I mean, we know how we don't know how good he. We know he will be really, really good. But in terms of who will be around him, like that's going to be a blank slate. Like, Anthony, have, like yeah, Anthony Davis' first year in Boston, he's winning the MVP. Like, I, he would be the odds-on favorite to win. If the everyone MVP. stays healthy, and I guess that's another Anthony Davis issue. But um, and they're winning a title at some point over the next three years. Like that's. Yeah, but then I mean, you have to look at. I don't really understand how they would get him, but. Like, the Warriors' plan yeah, is to get Anthony Davis. And it's like, how are you... No. I don't understand how they do that. Just... Like, they sign and trade Clay Thompson on his new deal. And then throw three first-round picks or something like that. That's the only... That's the only conceivable way it could happen. Right. Golden State's got that. They have the new stadium coming to that. And those fans are going to drop, like, flies if that ever ends. What? Like, the Warriors. I mean, they're, they're, there's a solid fan base, but in terms of the everyday insanity that they're living right now. Yeah, I'm just looking up right now to see. The calculator. I, okay, sure. so this is the year that and I'm looking at. We're, we're all looking at the great uh, calculator. Are you talking about in, when, when he hits free agency? So, like, yeah. yes. And that, so it's Steph. You get Clay on a below market value deal and Steph Clay AD because I think that honestly Kevin Durant is probably walking uh, I don't know what Draymond's situation is going to be long term there uh, I don't necessarily think he's going to age that well um, Draymond? Yeah and so I mean that is that is scary I, I, I do think that but, it will lurk in free agency so you think they they clear the book? Like assuming Durant, I get. I guess I'm first. I'm almost Durant would have assuming to be gone. Durant is gone. I don't know about you guys. Which is just wild. How is how's Boston lined up on on that? Is... They, I mean, they'll have, they'll be free by then. But the if once you sign Kyrie, this and, is what the like, Celtics Tatum on the max like. books. You've got Hayward's yeah. player option, which I, who knows? Um, Tatum, <laughs> yeah, um, it's basically empty. But you're going to right. re-sign Al Kyrie. Uh, yeah, right. uh, maybe yeah. Jalen. So you know, you know what they have to do to to get Durant to sign here. Brady? No, they have, they have to win the year before. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to win one without him, and then and get, then get and, then get and then heavier off. And yeah. then that's a, that's a nice incentive. Yeah, win this yeah. title, and Kevin Durant will come play for you next year. <laughs> Um, yeah, poor, poor KD. Um, By the way, I, I don't hate him at all. I, I know a lot of people that really despise everything he's done. I have no problem. You, you, yeah, you really don't like him. I and mean, you love LeBron. I think that's part of it. Yeah, that's, you, you have to be a Durant guy or LeBron. I right? don't, well, I, I, I am, like, disturbed by the conversation that, or, like, the belief that Durant outmaneuvered LeBron here over the past couple of years. It's like, what are we even? Ta- what are we talking about? Like the yeah. great Rihanna quote, which is like, 
you might have beat LeBron, but there's only one king. Like, let's be serious. Yeah. <laughs> but do but you think, does Durant strive to be the king? He'll never be the king. Uh, yeah, but I don't, think, I, don't think he, I don't think he needs it. I think he's, I think he's just KD. He's just cool. I want to see him go to the Lakers next year. That's and play like, with LeBron? Yeah. No. I think that that's definitely in play. I want Seattle to get their team back, and then KD can go do that. <laughs> That's how I want to see the story end. and win a title for Seattle. Nice. Then you'll have to fucking kiss his ass because Maybe. that will be yeah. If that would a heroic happen, move. If he goes to the Wizards when Ernie Grunfeld's still there and makes them good, then I'll be like, all right, you're the man. Ernie Gun- Grunfeld and makes good cannot be in the same sentence <laughs> until he's until he's gone. The there Wizards is. are screwed. Well, there they're is. putting together the Georgetown reunion team this year with. All right, Jeff. With Jeff Green we, back, we, we didn't mention that. Where's Greg Monroe? Is he still Greg Monroe there? will be signing in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> at a day to be determined. Along with Ruben Boomshe Boomshe. <laughs> uh, so I guess so, maybe we should just quickly... No, so here's what we're going to do. Summer this league. is a tease. Okay. We're going to have a quick hit summer league pod. Just rapid fire analysis on the names you want to hear. Okay. That will be coming up. In the next day or two after this podcast. Oh, I thought we were doing it right now. No, we're not doing it right now. When are we going to do it? I might might be leaving early tomorrow morning. Well, I think that would be a good segue into talking about how shitty this year's team is this summer. (laughs) I mean, I was literally about to be like, we could definitely just talk about this in two minutes. I was sitting sitting there during... The Philly game. I texted you guys. I was just like, I, I got to leave on Sunday morning. I, <laughs> I can't stand for Because they're not playing Sunday. They're playing on, on Monday night, right? I don't even know who. There were a lot of players on the Celtics summer league team who I didn't know existed before. Perrier Henry? Yeah. He was cool. He was, he was cool, but I never. That was like a, a, a NBA 2K name. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, that's a tease. <laughs> to right. podcast number two right now. It's no, just, I think it's unlikely. It's gonna I guarantee you, it's going to happen. Not so, after the game tonight. I just no, don't it's know. not. It's not going to happen after the game tonight. But we will have that for you guys. <laughs> do you have to go do something. Is that what's going on? No, you'll see. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, listening, guys. Stay tuned for more summer league talk and free agency talk later this week.